Hey guys, we are pleased to say that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation charity. And now, a message from one of our supporters. I think having foundations like the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, especially this day and age, is very important because everyone is different and no one should ever be treated wrongly, or especially lose their life because they choose to dress differently or act differently based on society's norms. Who are we to put such regu regulations and a regiment on who we should be as people? The whole point of being each other is that we are all different. and. I think it's great that they're able to take such amazing steps after such a sad tragedy of losing, you know, someone so young and making it so that that doesn't happen again. And I know that myself, I will never treat anyone differently just because they dress differently or act differently than I do. And I think it's, it's a great message that the foundation is spreading. So I congratulate you and I, I'm so sorry for your loss. To learn more about this wonderful charity, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Hey, Jamie, do you like being cozy? I do. And do you like staying cozy? I like that even more. Then just heading over to www.staycozyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters, and much, much more. With a new fall line out now. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at staycozyclothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember, guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. This is Rachel Roll. I'm a body painter, and you're listening to The Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Well, charge my ass, boys. Welcome to hashtag WBW Way Back Wednesday. And these are the chronicles of Rachel Roll. Why Rachel this week? Because it's, as the Americans like to call it, spooky season. <laughs> Literally in that voice. That's how they call it. That's exactly how they say it. No matter what part of the country you're from, any accent, it all sounds yeah. just like that. Spooky season! Spooky. Spooky! Halloween! Ah, ah, ah. What's funny is, last year we released this episode on our old show as a Christmas special. But this yeah. year, we're going to re-release it for the Halloween special, because let's be honest, most of the conversation revolves around Halloween. Absolutely. Rachel, you see, we're going to make you seasonal. So next year, you'll be Easter. <laughs> If you any bunny looks, but uh, Rachel is a makeup artist. For those that don't know what the <laughs> hell we're rambling on about, Rachel is an insanely talented makeup artist. The looks that she comes up with are unbelievable, and she's currently doing the thirty days of, of October, thirty-one days. Sorry, my days. I've forgotten how many days are in October. What a moron! Anyway, she's doing the thirty-one days of October with a different look every single day, and they've just been out of this fucking world. But I can't imagine the work that must go into everything that she does. And I suppose that it takes twelve hours or whatever it was to actually do these looks. So she's using half of her days to do them. So if she has work as well, are you sleeping, Rachel? Are you getting any sleep at all? <laughs> are you okay, Rachel? Are you, are you okay? living? Oh, yeah. she, she put one out today, or was it yesterday? She was like, 
yeah, it didn't quite work how I wanted it to. I'm not very happy. This was like, are you insane, woman? It is incredible. <laughs> but there we go. Definitely go to Rachel's Instagram and check out her work because it is phenomenal. At Radiate by Rachel, if anybody is interested in how to follow her or how to find her. She's also on TikTok at the same handle. Yeah, she is. And I've got to say, Mr. Stevens, you are on fire in this episode. I, You impressed me in this interview. You really did. It's just incredible. I got very passionate about makeup, my friend. It's you did. It's just, uh, you know, I was just intrigued to find out more. You're passionate yeah. about makeup and in slagging off ex-boyfriends. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun to talk to Rachel. Um, and she's still a massive follower of the show. We're still a massive follower of her work. Um, and we wish all the success in the world and everything that comes from now on because she deserves it. She's absolutely smashing the makeup game, uh, you know, starting trends and killing it. So keep going. That's Jamie, okay. any final words? No, just thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on. This is absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the chronicles of Rachel Roll. Ladies and gentlemen, it's no secret I have a love for creative people and people using their talents to give the world entertainment. Our guest today has used the talents to reach a social media following and over 440,000 people, which is mental. Today, two bearded manly men are going to sit here and talk about makeup. (laughs) Welcome to the show, the most incredibly talented makeup artist I've ever seen. Uh, the lady behind Radiate by Rachel, it's Rachel Roll. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. How are, uh, how are things, though? How are things going? Everything okay? A good day so far? A good day so far. Doing good. I mean, yeah, I have no complaints. This is my Saturday. I am okay. <laughs> uh, did you work yesterday, did you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I oh, work okay. on Tuesday through Saturday, so... Sunday, Mondays are my days off. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. So it's your weekend. Well, hopefully yeah. we can uh, kick it off with a bang. Because uh, yeah. obviously we're in the future. And to be honest with you, you're not missing out much. So uh, just let you know. I appreciate it. But all seriousness, how has your year been? You know what? With everything going on, I have to say I have had a surprisingly good year. Uh, at the start of 2020 or really? all of 2020. Yeah, it's been okay. I can't complain. That's I mean, awesome. I could, but... <laughs> 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 uh, but no, like, I, I think that, like, for all of what's going on in the world right now, like, I bought a house this year, and so I kind of feel like that's such a big adult step um, that, like, if I did that in the middle of a pandemic... I, like I'm doing all right. Like I think I'm. I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah, they should. They should give you the key to the city. Like, How did you manage that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say, I'm also like lucky enough. To, I work at Costco. Do you guys have Costco over there? You we do, do, right? Do we? Okay. Um, Costco. I think so. I, we have a Costco Facebook page and I see people posting about like from the UK sometimes. Yeah. So I think you do. Um, but I, I was lucky enough to work in a retail setting that didn't get shut down. So I was a very lucky, you know, essential worker that didn't lose their job. So that's a huge reason as to why I was able to still do that this year. That is absolutely incredible. Well, um, you're one of the lucky few because I've been on furlough since March and I'm pretty much ready to smash my face against the wall because it's probably a bit more exciting. So, 
could be the highlight of 2020. <laughs> so for charity, I'm going to video myself. No, I'm not joking. I'm joking. It's all good. So I take it. You're views. <laughs> what? Zero. I'm going to get reported and arrested. <laughs> so take us back to the start. Where did this begin? Was it inspired by a love for makeup, art, both? Yeah. Um, so I've always been an artist. I like I drew a lot when I was younger. I've always been someone who could look at a reference photo and then freehand the exact same thing right next to it. So as long as I have a reference, like I, I can kind of just like mimic everything. Uh, if I don't have a reference, it's a stick figure. That's what you're getting from me. Um, so it's kind of like my brain doesn't like quite work uh, without having something to reference. Um, but I, I did that when I was young and then I kind of like took a break and um, my passion growing up was dancing. And then like after I got out of college and I couldn't do that anymore, I was feeling like I was missing some creativity in my life. Like I, that was always my creative outlet. Um, and then like, I can't remember exactly when, but like one Halloween, I was just like in college broke and thought, God, I do not want to spend money on a Halloween costume, but you know what I've always been good at is makeup. So, um, I ended up looking like a clown that Halloween, even though that was not my intended costume, but <laughs> it was the start of, you know, something at that time. Um, and then ever like three or so Halloweens um, in, I like every Halloween, I would kind of dabble in little bits of Halloween makeup because I just thought, well, this is fun. I've always liked makeup. I've always been good at it. Um, but I, I just wanted to do something more than like your everyday typical glam. And so I said, I'm just going to try some fun Halloween makeup, like a vampire here and Harley Quinn here. And I was okay at it. And then I thought like, if I did it outside of Halloween, people would make fun of me. And so I didn't do it. Like I was probably spent four years of just doing it around Halloween. Um, and then one year I was like, I'm going to actually give this a shot. Like I had just gotten a job at Costco where I currently work um, as a hearing aid specialist. And I absolutely love my job, um, but it's not creative at all. <laughs> and I was leaving a job in makeup and I thought, well, okay, if I'm leaving that job in makeup, I don't want to like leave makeup altogether. I really enjoy this. So I'm going to go be a hearing aid specialist, but I also really want to try to do um, makeup on my own. And so I made this, radiate by Rachel Instagram page. And it was honestly meant to be a portfolio. Like it was really just kind of going to be a place where if I was going to do like bridal clients or like Halloween makeup for people, they could just be like, Hey, go, go look at this. This is what I've done. But then that Halloween, I decided to do 31 days of Halloween on it. So I did 31 different looks every day. And I thought, well, I'm going to see like from day one to 31, like how much my skills can grow. And they grew a lot. And then I just never stopped. Like someone recommended doing 12 days of Christmas next. And then I just like kept going and here we are two years later and I'm still doing it. So that's the long answer <laughs> to how I got started. It's just it's amazing. It's fascinating. I, I was looking through some of I was just, mind was blown, absolutely <laughs> blown. But I just had the thought of, so you say you did weddings. Mm-hmm. I had the idea of a bride going, yeah, can I have the steampunk where, you know, you've got the... <laughs> <laughs> I, so there was like a time about two years ago when I was looking for my job. I was kind of trying to figure out like where I wanted to go, if I wanted to stay in makeup or like do what I went to school for. And I actually like applied for this basically freelance large company in the Seattle area that does 
bridal work, but they also do like other things. And so I was like, well, I want to do the creative shit. Like, yeah. come on, I need to, yeah. I need to know, like, if I can, can I do like, um, Halloween themed weddings? I mean, I was like looking for, and so I'm in my interview and I'm asking them these questions and they're just like, I don't, I'm not sure that this is the right job for you, my friend. And then they also were looking at me like I didn't know what I was talking about. Like, well, we would have to train you for that. And I'm like, no, I promise. Like, I, I promise you, you wouldn't. I mean, maybe a little bit, but like, I, I so yeah, um, I, I do have a lot of brides who will like reach out to me and be like, hey, I'm interested, but like, just the normal stuff. <laughs> They're just kind of like concerned to tell me that they don't want big body paints. <laughs> like, no, I never, in, I, it's okay. <laughs> that was so cool if you just sat there like, yes, I'm just, and then you start getting really carried away. Like, oh my God. Um, uh, and then it's just a massive like evil Minnie Mouse or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. Oh, sorry. You didn't want to walk down the aisle as Cruella de Vil? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you didn't want to be a zombie snowman? <laughs> That's exactly right. I don't know it's the first thing that came into my head <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me either <laughs> well no so did you say you taught yourself to do this or did you have like education training in makeup and whatnot yeah so I, I am 100% self-taught um, when I started doing it it was truly finding an image on Pinterest and then mimicking it onto my face um, and then when I really started getting into like when I started buying um, initially probably the first few months I was doing it solely using eyeshadows eyeliners fully cosmetic products and I was doing these bigger looks but they were just cosmetic products and they're hard to work with and so I finally was like well I'm going to keep doing this like I'm going to invest in actual body paints and things that will make this easier and look more professional when I started investing in myself more I also started investing in the education of it but I all my education is from YouTube um I mean, I think we all can agree, like, you can learn just about anything on the internet nowadays. Like, there's little um, other than some jobs that you really need a degree for. I mean, it just, it's all out there knowledge-wise. So I just, like, start Googling, you know, um, zombie face paintings and whatever image comes up. I would kind of try to follow the tutorials, but I also would just, like, watch these amazing artists on YouTube that... Uh, I maybe wasn't going to do the exact same look as them, but I was learning their techniques as, you know, I'm watching everything that they do. And so there are, uh, it's, it's a big community. Body paint is a huge online community. And I didn't really realize it until I started digging into it myself and like looking for people to learn from. But the amount of talent out there on YouTube and, and just it, really any social media right now is insane. And um, yeah, so I, I watched a few girls like religiously and just, you know, kind of got their techniques down, got down what worked for me. And that's how I just kept going. And the more I did, like the more looks I did and kind of like redid in a similar to different style, the more you learn like, well, this worked the first time and this didn't work. And when you do it on yourself, you get to know your canvas really well. So <laughs> I know exactly, you know, like placement wise on my body really easily. So it was just a lot of, you know, trial and error, but yeah, all self-taught. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm just again, I, I, I love these conversations. Anyway, um, so you mentioned before that you you did it originally. Went dancing and then didn't do that anymore to go back to makeup. Is that correct? Yeah. So I did. I, I was like always that girl in high school that people wanted to do like their prom makeup or homecoming makeup. Like I was really kind of like freelancing, but not at like a very young age. Okay. Um, and I was just always good at makeup. I enjoyed it. Um. I, because of, I was a competitive dancer. So when we would do these big dance competitions, you had to 
to have a full face. So I, I remember like what being really young, I think I was like 13, 12, like somewhere in there having to put on a full face of makeup. And I, my mom's, you know, doing it for me before a competition. No one is allowed to touch my eyes. Like I can't have people touch. It just didn't work. My mom, it didn't work. So I was like 12 and learned how to do mascara. And then I learned how to put on my own falsies. And so now all of a sudden all the dance moms are like, great, she can do it. So she's going to do it for all of our kids. So I was very young when I was like learning how to do these, like not, it wasn't anything like drag makeup, but no 13 year old naturally wears a full face of makeup. No, no. So, <laughs> so I got, uh, I got really good at it really young and then I just enjoyed it. And then I just kept, I guess, kept doing it. People kept telling me like, you're good at this. Uh, YouTube then kind of became big in the beauty community when I was in like late, late high school or so. And that's kind of when people were like, well, if you're good at this, maybe this is something you could consider. I never in my wildest dreams thought I would have a following. Like I never thought that I would ever like have any, be an influencer or anything like that. It was, even at a young age, I was like, that's cool. Like that's like living the dream, but like I, I, well, that'll never be me. Um, so it is kind of wild to think that like this many years later, just someone who was like, oh, I just, I'm good at makeup and I enjoy it is like doing it to the extreme that I am. <laughs> it's pretty crazy even for myself to think about. Damn. Incredible, absolutely incredible. So, how long do they normally take? How long did no? Because I imagine it. Do you do that the whole half thing? Where you did like the black line down the front, and then is it that sort of? Am I am I talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, like as far as like length of look, I mean, everyone is so different, and it depends on like it definitely depends on the detail. It depends on how many videos I'm making. Um, my TikTok is I, I put a lot of work into it, but those videos take forever and I make a lot of them but I get a lot of content out of one look but because of that I mean some of my looks I think at most have taken up to 12 hours um but like generally we're talking more like six to eight is pretty average so it's like putting in a full work day and often I'll do it after I get off work so I'll work an eight hour shift I'll come home I'll eat and then I'll stay up until about 3 a.m painting and then I'll go to bed and go to work the next day how are you not just like fucking knackered all the time <laughs> i i am tired all the time like i do, like my coworker yesterday looks at me and goes you probably don't even know what eight hours of sleep is do you <laughs> <laughs> felt very uh called out um and i think I know it's not like the healthiest thing to do, but I guess I kind of figure like I'm young and I can kind of do that right now. And so I'm grinding as hard as I can. Um, And it's really like really starting to pay off, which is just the best feeling, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, because the following you've got now and the amount of people I imagine that come to you and be like, I'd like you to do this, this and this. So it's obviously it's all working out for you, which is beautiful. It is. Yeah. It's, um, this year, like October is obviously a huge month for me. Um, so (laughs) yeah, it's like the biggest month. Um, but, uh, October, I kind of was like hoping, you know, okay, I'd been in it exactly two years in October. Um, in, well, let's see one year on TikTok in October, two years on Instagram this October. And so I kind of thought to myself, like, if hopefully this, this busy month rolls around and I'm able to get jobs and I'm it, like, it'll pay off to me to, to have brand deals and stuff like that. And I, 
um, that did happen. It's been an amazing month. And it was just like, it was the reward, kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I'd been working so hard, hoping that like one day I just got like an offer. And um, it's been a really good feeling to like finally have it pay off and know that like I wasn't doing all this for nothing. So on, yeah. on the flip side of Tom's original question, how long does it take to take this stuff off? Not very long. Um, it, way quicker than putting it on. Um, I shower most of it off. I usually like I'll make removal videos for TikTok um, sometimes, but like if it was up to me, I'd honestly wouldn't even like pre-do anything. I would walk straight into the shower because all my stuff is water activated paint as a base. So, you know, most cosmetic products come off really easily. And then the water activated paint, as soon as it hits water, it just it turns into liquid again and it comes off. So um, I use like some balms and stuff, but I mean, gosh, five minutes to take it off for like eight hours to put it on. <laughs> what happens if you sweat? So sweat, I, I mean, I guess I've never sweat enough for it oh, yeah. that bad. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I have done some photo shoots outside where it was raining and it definitely like we were like covering me with umbrellas and stuff. And um, it was if I if I would be out in the rain, it would be gone. I mean, it's the same idea. And I live in Seattle, so it's very rainy here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know that's a really random and very odd question to ask. But when you, as soon as you said that water, water touched it, I was like, oh, yeah. What happens to that the summer and stuff? I, now that you think of it, like I, because I, I mostly paint like just inside. I, 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 well, in the summertime, like I have an AC blasting because that actually <laughs> that was an issue when I moved into my new house and it was like really hot in my studio in the summer and I was like, oh god, oh god, this is not going to be good. <laughs> uh, but it, it actually was never an issue where it was like running or. Anything. Okay, good, good. <laughs> no. <laughs> One day, I'm sure. As I said in the intro, you've got a huge following on your social media now. Um, how Was this a gradual increase or would, was it just like you did a certain look and it just like exploded? Um, when I started, so uh, when I started TikTok, um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think that it was like pretty fast at first. I just remember I had been on Instagram for a year and Instagram is obviously just much slower growing than TikTok. That's one of the beauties of that platform um, is that it's fast growing. But I had been on there for a year and I was at like maybe 30,000 at the time, maybe not even that. And I I remember hitting like 30,000 on TikTok within a couple of weeks and I had been on TikTok for, or Instagram for a year and I was at 30. And I just remember thinking like, God, like I wish that my other platforms grew like this because I've been putting so much into Instagram at the time. And, uh, and then it like easily surpassed. I think I was up to a hundred thousand within a couple of months. Um, and then it's been like more slow growing after a hundred. Um, but obviously Fast, faster than Instagram because now I'm at I think you said 440 yeah 40, somewhere 40, in there yeah. um, and so it's uh, yeah it, it seems slow growing at times but then sometimes I'll get these videos that will hit you know a couple million or a million you know views and then it will boost up really fast so the algorithm isn't always in my favor but uh, it, it's definitely helped me out. <laughs> That's incredible. Nice. I think it's crazy these days that you have to social media is now the way to get yourself out there sort of thing it's like what would you have done 20 years ago when it wasn't you know what I mean it really is amazing so my mom is actually a freelance um 
a graphic designer, but because she's in the marketing field, like we talk often about how like social media, it, well, like it, it truly, she's like my momager because <laughs> I, would be, <laughs> I would be lost if I didn't have a parent that was also a freelancer because I would have no idea how to navigate this world of like creating your own business and stuff like that through social media. Hmm. But it's kind of crazy. Like I was thinking the other day and we were talking, me and her were talking about how like today's social media presence, like you're, I don't love the word influencer, but that's what people know them as. So uh, today's influencer is kind of like a model to like my childhood. Like we used to look up to models and be like, wow, they're so cool. That's who I want to be. Like that's living the dream. And now it's like having a social media presence is more like that to today's kids. Um, And how brands, like it's more uh, money conscious to be able to, you know, market through influencers than it is to market through like TV and press and other, you know, old forms of marketing. I mean, this is the way of like the future is marketing through people who, you know, on social media and just like normal people. It's just weird. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, my mind is like blown by it every time I think about it. And, um, yeah, I, I, it's just, a weird world that we live in now. And I agree. Like, what would we have done so many years ago? Well, we, yeah. It's mad. It just, we wouldn't be having this conversation, that's for sure. You know, that podcast yeah. is absolutely massive, thanks to Zoom. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's just, uh, and now I'm like, I've got nieces and nephews that are like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like, so that's so funny, because that's like me when I was young. I mean, YouTube was not new, but like these big presences on YouTube and looking up to people the way that we do now through social media, that was relatively new. And um, I remember like watching uh, Jacqueline Hill. She was like one of the first YouTubers that blew up and I really enjoyed her content. And I just remember thinking like, she is living the dream and that would be so cool one day if I could do that, but I will never do that. I'm not anywhere near Jacqueline Hill, but (laughs) it is kind of crazy to think that I even have a following, you know, let alone like, it's just wild. Um, because I, like, I was that person that was like, that's cool. But like, I don't, I don't, it's not realistic. I mean, there's like a select few people that can do that. That's not the way it is anymore. I mean, everyone could really like, if you put enough effort in, you get one viral video, man. I mean, it's just a, a crazy platform. Yeah, right. especially with TikTok, like you're saying, like a while back, we interviewed someone from TikTok called uh, Call Me Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, when we spoke to her, she was on 6 million followers, I believe it was. She's now on 12 million followers. She has merchandise. When we were talking to her, she she couldn't go out for a burger without being stopped and someone took a photo of her. She's like, she was like, I'm a Canadian girl that just makes silly videos for something to do during lockdown. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do- do you get that? Can you go out for burgers without getting stopped? <laughs> I can definitely go out for burgers. I have never been recognized um, ever. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't foresee that for me for like ever. <laughs> I'm not sure that'll ever be an issue. <laughs> if it keeps going the way it's going, though, you never know. I mean, we'll see. But hey, the beauty of what I do is like I don't really think that someone has a really good idea of what I. I mean, obviously, like. I look like this, but like, if you saw me out in public versus if you saw me on Instagram because of all the wild looks that I do and how I transform my features so much, I mean, I do think it would be kind of hard to be like, oh, that's who she is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, I'm not sure <laughs> what she really looks like. Yeah. If you, if you went out in full makeup, they'd be like, oh my God, it's, it's Rachel Roll. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you have any particular favorite, like, 
characters or beings or whatever that you like to do? Um, so my favorite like type of painting to do is skull paintings. Like I just feel like really badass in a skull painting. <laughs> like I, 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 there's a confidence behind it, and it doesn't like matter what. It, it can be like a really ugly or like a really beautiful skull. I just they're different ones that I I just feel confident in them. Um, but I also have done a few different series. Like um, the series that I first the bit, first really big one I did was a comic book series. So I did mm-hmm. like nine villains and nine superheroes and i'm after uh christmas this year i'm hoping to like i want to get back and do some more of those because i've all the paintings i've done like those are one of the funnest ones that i've done and they're just it was before i did tiktok so i kind of want to like now be able to like cosplay in the in the paintings instead yes. um, or two, you know because i just didn't do videos at the time so they were really fun but like i only have photos of them so yeah so i'm really excited about that i think that um that comic style is a really fun style to paint too and really satisfying because it like looks like a drawing in a photo it's really cool <laughs> the thanos is badass yeah 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 the one uh, where you've drawn like you've it's almost like someone's drawn half of your face yeah, you look at yeah. Comic, oh my god it was unreal absolutely <laughs> unreal. That, yeah <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I, I love that one. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. A lot of my favorites are from like the first half of a year that I did paintings. Like after, uh, yeah, after Halloween. Like I feel like I really just kind of like I felt really confident in myself that first Halloween and was like, I'm I'm gonna do this. Like I'm really gonna kick some ass and like actually go for this. And I did. And then uh, <laughs> and, I, and a lot of like when I look back at all my favorites, like most of them are from that era of just feeling really confident in myself because I was I wasn't big yet, so I had nothing to lose. Like I had no criticism. No, there was just I didn't have a lot of a platform, I guess. And so I think I was feeling like really confident because I could just do whatever I wanted. I didn't have like brands saying you need to use this or we want you to do this. And so, you know, that was a really fun time. And not that I still don't enjoy it, but it's just like there's more stipulations to what I can do today than there is like back then. So. So I'm doing our research and stuff like I saw that you were part of a makeup contest on YouTube called uh, Makeup Wars. Uh How did that come about? Um, so I've been really lucky, I guess, in my career that I've had a lot of like any of the contests or things that I've like applied for, most of them came to me. So like this contest, um, the, the, is it a modeling agency or I I think it's a modeling agency, Georgia modeling agency or something like that. I'm so sorry that I don't know that. Um, Uh They, uh, they actually just emailed me and they said like, we really like your work. Uh, We've done one of these competitions before we did it in person. The first round that they did was in person. And then the second year they were doing it, they were opening up to um, online so they could have more people and have just a wider base and it wouldn't just be in Georgia. Um, And so they had emailed me and said, you know, we're, interested like in you would you be interested in this competition I mean I'm sure that they sent a wide net out to a lot of people um, because then I think that they chose 12 videos to move forward um, out of however many submissions they had they chose 12 videos to move forward um, or sorry 12 artists and then out of those 12 six artists were chosen to actually produce videos to go onto YouTube um, so it wasn't like just because they emailed me I was in but it was just like a, hey we like your work would you consider applying to this and I was like well, that could be fun <laughs> so I did um, and I had like I said been a competitive dancer my whole life so I, I definitely like 
enjoy competition. Um, and so that was actually so fun. It was the first time in years that I had had anything close to like a dance competition. And it was just like, man, this is a good feeling again, just to be able to like do what I love and like win or lose, you know, whatever, doesn't matter. But that, that was really fun. And I would totally do something like that again. How did it go? Um, it was good. I got second place and I'm really proud of that. I mean, it was my, thank you. Uh, it was, like I said, I think it was my first real like competition of any sorts that I had done. Um, so that was, that was really just cool to be a part of it. Not even the fact that like I got second place, but just fun to be a part of it and produce it, promote it. I had never filmed a video of myself doing makeup before. So that was also the first video I sent to anyone. And then it was like out on YouTube and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was just, um, that was really fun. I would do it again. I I've gotten a lot, uh, a lot more confident in videos from TikTok because I mean, like I said at the time, I just wasn't even doing videos. And I'm sure, as you guys know from like me even doing these, it's really hard to like watch yourself. <laughs> it's just not fun um, until you really get used to it. And then it's not still fun, but at least you can do it. Um, but so I have a hard time with that. But um, yeah, I've, I actually was asked to be a part of a TV show uh, recently. And um, so that's, I mean, I've, again, I've had like these awesome opportunities just like come to me, which is really cool. Cause I don't, I awesome. wouldn't see it out. <laughs> so that's weirdly like completely goes into my next question, which is beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. So thanks for that little uh, sidebar there. So I was gonna say, have you, have you been asked or have you done any work for any TV, any movies at all? Because if they haven't, they are missing out on a trick here. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, I, I have not. And I have had like a few emails, which to be honest, I'm, I've gotten a lot of scam emails. I mean, a lot. And some of them are really good scam emails, I have to say. Really? Um, yeah, it's frustrating. Um, the this community, I think because makeup, makeup in general is such a big community, I do think there's just a lot of scams out there. So I've gotten some emails that seem legit and they asked like, I remember one was to work on, I don't remember what TV show it was, but it was a very large TV show at the time. And I was like, that's cool. That's gotta be a scam. Like, I mean, that's just where my brain goes. <laughs> like, they couldn't want me. <laughs> um, so I don't know if, uh, like, some of the ones I've gotten are legit or not, because a lot of the ones I got, I didn't reply to, because I just was so scared that they were going to be scams, and I just mm. figured it would be good to be true. Um, I did, though, get asked to be on, it was a, it's a snap. I think it's going to be a Snapchat show, a Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat. So I guess I don't really know how that works, but apparently there's like things on shows on Snapchat that you can subscribe to. Does that sound really? right to you? I have Snapchat. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't know that. Either. Or maybe it's like, I mean, I, here's from when I use Snapchat, what I'm thinking is like when you're on your page where you can watch other people's like stories or whatever, Snapchat yeah. calls them. And then if you scroll down, there's like those subscriptions or not subscriptions, but like channels I think it's something like that. Okay. So anyway, it was going to be a makeup competition show um, like that. But because of coronavirus, I chose, I was chosen for it, but I chose to not be a part of it um, because I just didn't want to take the time off work, quarantine, do all the things, travel. It just wasn't to me a good time to do mm -hmm. it. So I just kind of think like now I also know that I was chosen and I like felt really confident after that. And I thought to myself, like, maybe that was a once in a lifetime opportunity and maybe I passed it up, but maybe if I want to do this, like I'll seek something out and something else will like come to me down the road. Um, I would do competition shows, but I probably wouldn't work in Hollywood if that's like more the, the realm that you were looking for. Cause it's not really my thing. I don't know. It's just, I don't, I don't well, see it for me. 
And uh, well, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, I wasn't necessarily referring to the you know the fucking big time, but I mean like <laughs> just anything, just generally. So just even any movie, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's just like a small time, you know, like independence or whatever like that. So oh sure, yeah. I um I I've had fr- I have a good friend who um is doing like a film and but he lives in a different state and with coronavirus, like I would love to help him with some of his stuff, but this is not a good time. Nope. So maybe one day, like I would love to work on something with him. Um, but no, no one else has asked me and, and that's totally fine. Like it's, it would be fun. Like I would probably do it if the right thing came along. Yeah. I think everything happens for a reason though. So I think if you turn down the, obviously Rona's fucked everything anyway. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But once that's gone, I think I, I'm a firm believer of like everything happens for a reason. So I'm pretty sure somewhere down the line, something will appear and you'll be like, holy shit. Like, yeah, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, you know i agree with you like I, I i'm a huge believer in that as well that everything happens for a reason so i just i that was like a really tough decision to make because i kept thinking like this is i don't want to make the decision because i'm scared like i i called a few friends and i was like okay i got i got on the show but i don't think it's right for me but i like please let me talk through this because i like i need someone to tell me that i'm making this decision for the right reasons and i'm not doing it because i'm scared that i'm not going to be good enough and that was i mean because of course like as an artist um that's an insecurity like when you put your art into the world it's a little scary to like a get criticized and especially when you're like in a competition obviously it's competition like um so I, that was a, a tough decision to make, but I, I agree with you. I was like, you know, at the, in the end of the day, like it probably wasn't for me and another thing will come along if it was meant to be. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I know I'm just a random dude from the UK, but keep doing what you're doing because ball <laughs> out of the fucking park. Uh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I, don't worry. I'm not stopping anytime soon. Good. I mean, I, I enjoy it so much. I, I could, I couldn't stop if I wanted to. I take Good. like a break and i'm like oh get me back into some makeup <laughs> excellent is the is there an end goal with this something you want to achieve or is it just it's something i like doing for fun if something happens something happens um so when i started this is funny because i just did this yesterday when i started my um end goal in mind i just i didn't have an end goal but i kept thinking to myself like wouldn't it be cool if one day i've done enough paintings that i can like put them into collages and like look back at like all these collections that i've done or like look back at like renditions like i did it one year and then i did it in a different way the next year but it's a similar painting and so i just actually did that on my instagram yesterday i put some polls up of, of looks like a couple of different grinch looks or candy cane queen looks and stuff like that and it was like wow I actually am at that point where I've done enough of these that I can like combine it's just crazy I've done so many and it's fun to look at um that was like my brain two years ago my brain today is saying that my end goal is currently to be able to go part-time at my current job so that I can like have a better work-life balance and not stay up until 3 a.m <laughs> so it would be nice to like have a social life um outside of work at some point i mean i feel like that's a lot of just what i do is like work and paint and sleep occasionally mm-hmm. so it's um it would be really nice to be able to go part-time there but i really do love my other job and i would never like i don't see myself quitting and making this a full-time thing but maybe i mean i don't know uh me and my mom talk about merch at some point which would be really fun because we love that kind of stuff and i think it would be like she's going to design my logo so it just would be fun to do that with her um so you know there's things like that kind of on the horizon hopefully i'm thinking in the next year i can maybe go part-time at work and that would be just like such a i don't know it just feel really good to say that i like did that you know (laughs) 
That'd be awesome. I mean, did you say that you've been picked up by a few brands? Yeah, I, I um, am on quite a few different like PR lists. Um, I have a lot of support from different brands, um, affiliate codes with different brands. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Gosh, uh, over the holiday season, um, well, like okay, holiday season. I mean Halloween because that's my holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> um, over Halloween, um, I was I had a few different uh, brand deals come up. Um, so I just I did one with uh, LA Girl, which is a like drugstore cosmetic company. Um, and then I have another job with actually the FDA right now, which is probably one of the wildest jobs. Like I remember when I, when they came to me, I was like, again, they actually sent me four emails and I didn't reply to them because I was convinced they were all scams. I was like, they don't want to work with me. Why would they want to work with me? Um, I, and and then they, the, finally, like the fifth one, they sent like the whole briefing with like all the details. And I was like, Oh my God, this is legit. And I've been ignoring. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but that's, that is a really cool job. Um, just to be able to say that I've like done work for them. Um, and then also with Swarovski, uh, crystals in October, which was one of like the coolest mind-blowing like I'm on a call with them and she goes they they still wanted to work with you they you were their first pick and I was like I was what <laughs> like I don't again I don't see myself like that to people I, I think I'm talented I, I, know, I know I'm talented um but I also like don't uh think like wow I'm so cool people want to work with me like I don't know I just don't really get it like <laughs> it's just surprising to me every time you know um so that that was a really really neat job too so that's so fucking cool, though, that you feel that, you know, it's, you're not like, well, yeah, of course I'm brilliant. Of course, you know what I mean? You're very humble about it. Like, holy shit. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, 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 yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I never want to like have a big ego by any means, but I also think that that's like a lot of how our other artists brains work too, is like, again, like you're your biggest critic as an artist. And so, um, it's, you know, I just, I, I, I'm so flattered. Like, even when you guys reached out to me, I was so flattered. I was like, someone wants to talk to me <laughs> about me. <laughs> um, it's, it's really neat to know that like whatever I'm doing is sending some sort of message to people, whether it's just like, this is cool to look at and it's cool that people do this and, and whatever. Or if it's someone who goes like, Oh, I've always liked makeup too. And maybe I want to give it a try. And like getting those messages has been like the most rewarding thing. <laughs> so awesome. Now, obviously, we've mentioned it about 500 times now. Halloween is your time to shine. And you did some incredible looks this Halloween just gone. Did you achieve all the looks you wanted? Or is there any visions you just couldn't quite get right? You was like, I ain't showing this to the world. Um, there were others on the list. Like I always, for Halloween, because it's such a big undertaking, it's like, Halloween and Christmas are the only two times a year that I make like an actual list of like, this is what I'm going to do. Everything else is like on a whim. It's whatever I'm feeling that day. Um, or whatever I have to do for a job that I'm doing. Um, but for Halloween, I made a list. I probably changed that list about 20 times throughout the month. So there were ones that were definitely on it that are still like ones I want to do at some point, but I just didn't get to this Halloween. Cause every year I make a list, but then if something comes up, like a job comes up. So different jobs came up this October. I got to replace it for things that are going to make me some money, which is great. So no complaints there, but I do have like now product for other things. Like I really wanted to do uh, twisty, the clown from American horror story. And I still want to do him. I have all of the stuff for it, but that was unfortunately one that got booted from my Halloween list this year. I know you're shaking your head. head. 
<laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that's a shame. He was the one with the with only the top jaw, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, yep, Incredible. Yep. That was amazing. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the day that I get to do that one. I love gory, like horror, like the, the, just all of Halloween, like makes me so happy. And like, my parents hate it. Like every time I post, like I, I always post to Facebook cause I have a bunch of like coworkers and family that don't have any other platforms. So they'll see it on just like my, you know, just personal Facebook. And it's so funny cause my dad's always in my comments. Like I always like the pretty ones best. <laughs> 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 I hate to break it to you, but that's not really what I love to do. Oh, bless him. <laughs> I know. So, so more of those like gorse type stuff. I mean, that stuff is just so fun. So one day, one day we'll see Twisty. <laughs> have, have you ever done, because uh, you're most of it's top half, isn't it? Yeah. Would you ever go all the way down to your feet? Um, I, not on myself. I don't think it would be easy to do. <laughs> I was just, I was just I, thinking that. I was thinking, like, we just get a big fucking paintbrush. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, I know, I know girls that do. Man, there's, there is an unbelievably talented artist that I've, I've followed since I started. Her name's uh, K-Pike Fashion on, um, I think, both TikTok and, and Instagram. Um, she's incredibly talented. She does about waist up most of the time. So she'll yeah. do full arms, waist up. I mean, I, that, I, that I think I could do. Although truly anytime I try to paint with my non-dominant hand on my other hand, it's a nightmare. Like I've never been able to do it well. Uh, it's also like when I'm trying to paint like this half of my body, cause I'm right-handed. I'm like down here and I'm, tr- I'm doing this. Like <laughs> So it's so hard because I can't paint left-handed. Um, so, I, you know, I think that there's like maybe not so much on myself. Like maybe one day I would consider doing like waist up, but I'm also not super confident in my body. And I think that that's part of why like showing like chest up just like is very okay. easy for me. Yeah. Um, but I would totally do it on other people. Like I have gotten the offers to do like full body and I think that that's really fun, but it's a... Uh, Probably not for me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair enough. I was just curious as well because I saw. Um, I do apologise first off. No, no, no. I, don't don't be sorry. You're fine. It's no, a good question. <laughs> because I, I get the question all the time on TikTok. You're not the first one. Oh uh, yeah, I bet, I bet it's I bet it's weird though. Sometimes, isn't it? it they can be. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, we won't go into that. Um, <laughs> because um, I. Uh, not in a stalker I found your, your Facebook earlier so I do apologise oh, okay <laughs> um, and I was looking at the because that's how I because I don't have Instagram so I was like well I need to ha- I want to have a look at what you do and uh-huh. I saw one which was just blew my mind which is the shark consuming you uh-huh. was oh, absolutely I, I noticed that was a bit lower down than normal the ones you've normally done yeah. which is why I asked but the, yeah. how, I mean how did you yeah it, again <laughs> mind is blown <laughs> That, that is so funny. That was one of like the, one of not the first, but it definitely was one that really blew up when I did it. Um, it, cause I was not the first person to do it. Um, well, many other artists had done it. Uh, but my, I mean, I think I just did a really good rendition of it. And so it was pretty, it got reposted a lot on Instagram and stuff like that. So it was just pretty popular when it got, got posted. And also like, who doesn't love shark week? <laughs> well, well <laughs> exactly. Plus your face expression was spot on. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um, funny that's a funny story I so last October my um I was that was my first job ever a paid job for this was my hometown um of Union Gap I'm actually from Yakima but Union Gap um in Washington State they uh sponsored me they sponsored I they had me come and do like a live face painting at their corn maze and then they sponsored 13 of my different posts for October it was 
so cool to say that like my first ever sponsor was my hometown. Um, (laughs) it's a very special moment in my, in my career. Um, in addition to that, the, um, the Yakima Herald ran an article on me, a newspaper article. And so they had me submit, uh, photos to them to use in the article right so I submitted a bunch and I said use whatever I didn't expect them to use all of them and they were so smart and strategic in how they did this so what they did is they used that shark photo but you know how newspapers fold right so the only part that you see when it's folded is just my face just like whatever I was doing (laughs) and then you unfold it and it's the full body shark photo and so it was like this it was so funny though because I had people like who didn't know I was going to have this article coming out like old friends and family calling me being like is this you on the paper (laughs) and then I saw it and it was and it was folded out and I folded it and I went oh my god that's so embarrassing that that's what everyone saw it's just that like dumb look on my face <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's phenomenal it's not dumb at all it's just it literally was just absolutely spot on oh uh, well thank you i i really love how i'm really proud of how that one turned out it is one of my favorite looks i think i've ever done so. good that's <laughs> yeah. amazing so, we've, we've touched on halloween but you briefly mentioned christmas as well is the list written of what we're planned for christmas that's too funny. I have the list in my head. I was going to write it like after I'm off this podcast. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have like, I have uh, a bunch of ideas saved. Um, like when I'm going through Instagram, I'll like just save looks as I go and then I'll come back. I'll, they're all in like an album and then I'll just come back and be like, oh, this is what I'm inspired by today. And this is what I want to do. So I have a bunch of ideas kind of like saved um, and ideas. Uh, I have three looks done. I'm only going to do 12 for Christmas because I need a break and it was October just wipes me out. So, and with the like Corona and the holidays and it's just, I need a break. So that's my break is 12 looks for October for, I don't even know what month it is. <laughs> How much I need December. a break. Christmas is in December. <laughs> <For> December. <laughs> so as we're, as we're starting to wrap up and want if people are listening to this have not seen your stuff before what looks would you encourage them to go seek out to be like that shit is incredible go check that one out <laughs> uh, i would say i really like i said i'm really proud of any of the superhero series that i did um particularly i'm really proud of my superheroes. the villains are really cool but i, I think i'm going to redo most of those so go check out like my superheroes. um my Halloween looks from this year, I'm really proud of as well. So really any of those, any of last year's Halloween looks, like I really over the last year, like I've been pretty proud of what I've put out, but I would say the shark, the superheroes and my Halloween looks, those are probably where you're going to get like the most, <laughs> the most out of it. I could, you've got so many awesome looks. I could possibly one of my favorite ones though is zero for Nightmare Before Christmas. The fact you managed oh, yeah. to get that shape on your face. Oh, it's amazing. It's so <laughs> cleverly done. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, man, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. So being able to like create that entire series for Halloween this year was so much fun. It's one of my favorite movies. It's awesome. Um, I've got a couple of fan questions, but before I jump onto them, Tom, have you got anything? Just one quickly. What look would look good on me with this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, with the beard. Oh, that see, that makes it tough. That's Um, what I'm curious to know. 
You know, what I, I, okay, there is a guy on TikTok. I don't know his handle off the top of my head, but he has a mustache and he'll actually paint like skull teeth over his mustache. And I don't know how he does it, but it's very, I'm very proud of him for it. <laughs> I know I could do it. But I could see like a nice half skull just going over the mustache. Yes. Like if we could paint over it, that would be pretty sick. Oh, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to attempt it. <laughs> it would look, horri- it would look horrific. <laughs> I think it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving a bash. You'll get a random message later down the line, like, who the fuck's this guy? Oh. I, so, I am so okay with that. Please, I, my my DMs are open for the message. When you when you get that done, when you get that nice skull look on your face, yeah. man, I'm I'm ready. And it's going on the stories. Like it's it's going out there. <laughs> okay, you've got yourself a deal. All right, That's you do amazing. It. <laughs> I will get it done by the end of the year. Love it. <laughs> Good That's luck amazing. to you. Thank you. <laughs> so I say we had some fan questions. We have one fan that decided to ask three questions, so it kind of works. So Gemma Williams, big friend of the of this show, she said when she was little, it was a dream of hers to be a makeup artist as well. But she learned it was very hard to get a foot in the door. So yeah. do you have any tips or tricks for people that want to pursue this career? So I think it really depends on what kind of makeup artist you want to be. I mean, um, and and to be fair, every state in the U.S. has different rules and regulations on whether you need a license or any sort of formal training, or if you don't, like there's, that is differs by state to state and I'm sure country to country. So um, my, in my state, you don't have to have a license to be a freelance makeup artist. So that's why I was able to do it without having any schooling. Um, But I do think that if you want a good foot in the door, like as much as retail makeup sucks which it does like I hated working it every second of it um it is a good foot in the door and it is kind of one of those things where like if you really want it and you're willing to like do the work for that crappy job for a year or more um while you like build your clientele and you make contacts and stuff like that I mean having um the retail experience of working a counter um in a it just it really does make a difference in in your contacts and stuff like that so I I think that if you want to do freelance that's a great way to get into it but if you want to do Hollywood I'm not the one to ask (laughs) I really don't know (laughs) she also said what hurdles have you had to overcome along the way if any so when I first started makeup um well I it was this was before I even started doing um my help, my first Halloween series. So I had been doing the Halloween looks every so, you know, every year or so, but I hadn't done like the full 31 days and the Instagram and everything yet. I was dating someone at the time. And, um, I, you know, you would expect that you can tell like your partner, what you want, what your dreams, your aspirations, whatever are. And I was explaining to him that this was like something that I was like wanting to try to do and I wanted to do 31 days and I wanted to see what would happen. And he basically told me that it was a waste of my time. It would never go anywhere and that I shouldn't try to pursue it. Um, that relationship wow. ended pretty quickly, <laughs> but Same. what a dick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but that was one of those things where like, like I said, as an artist, like you're really like your biggest critic is you. You're generally pretty insecure about putting your art out there, even if you think it's good, like putting it out to the world to have anyone and everyone who doesn't know you tell you that you might suck or say that this, you know, it doesn't look good or whatever it is, is definitely a fear. And so um, basically hearing the, like from someone that I really 
like valued their opinion that that it was not worth my time or energy or, you know, like hearing those negative things actually spoken instead of just thinking them to myself um, was a really big hurdle. And I like, I still did it obviously. <laughs> but um, if it, that's been one of those things that's kind of been in the back of my head ever since, because someone actually said it, it wasn't something I thought it wasn't just an insecurity of myself, like it was something I actually heard. And so uh, moving forward, that's always been something that's in the back of my head. And, and it's not like really fair for me to do that to myself. But it's just, you know, it is definitely been a hurdle. Um, it's just like self confidence on the internet and have being able to put out what I want. And um, not care what people think or say and like to keep going when you get those negative comments. I think that that's a really tough thing to do, but. First of all, if he's just this, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second, because look at you now. Look at the, the what, 440,000 people following you, does it? Yeah. I'm alone and how many it is on TikTok to, you know, that one kind of, yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> He definitely ate his words. That is true. Yeah, good. I should fucking hope so as well. <laughs> oh God, Tom's angry. No, it's only, it's only because I so, so appreciate it. People like that piss me fucking off so much. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's down to a jealousy thing, I think, at the end of the day, because they can't, they won't be able to achieve what you can achieve. So Absolutely. like, we've had comments where it's like, are oh, you going to start a podcast? Are you all, you know, and, and all this, and, yeah. and look at us, you know, we're talking to some a makeup artist from Seattle, for fuck's sake. So... <laughs> You know, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's just it's something that ends up being a bit of fun. Might turn into a bit, you know, yeah, prick. Sorry, it's warming me up. I'm going to turn my back to the rest of this conversation. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're because you're smashing this out of the park. Thank and you. I appreciate it. Yeah, seriously, you just, you just believe. <laughs> I'll shut up now. And the last one for Gemma, she says she absolutely loved your Jack and Sally half and half look. Oh, she'd job. love to know how you did that because it's amazing yeah um i gosh i, I love that one too that was really fun um <laughs> so jack and sally i had actually done jack and sally as full body paints the year prior so what i did is i like had each photo up of the previous ones that i had done up on my screen as i was painting and i just painted i think i did the jack side first and i just referenced you know half of the painting that i had initially done and then i did the job the the jolly side the sally side <laughs> second <laughs> not a tongue twister at all um and uh and again i just referenced the photo that i had from the previous year and then the only thing that was really different about the two is I painted stitches down the middle and the stitches are the same as the stitches that I painted on, um, Sally herself. So, I mean, it was actually quite easy cause I had already done the painting before in the full body version. So basically it was just recreating it with some stitches down the middle. Awesome. Incredible. It's amazing. <laughs> You've been absolutely amazing. Whilst thinking as you were saying that then we were talking earlier about you doing full body paints and whatnot. I reckon you'd make a killing at like comic cons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> people in like could you paint me this character yeah i have um i get that question all the time and uh you know after the world opens up again i would love to like do that kind of stuff and we do have them in the seattle area and stuff like that and i've actually never been um and it would be so fun to go and i but the issue is that my paintings take a really long time so i don't know if I was like actually doing it on people, like how that would go, but I would love to just go. Like I would love to just paint myself and go and have fun. Like I think that would be fun at least the first time I go. And then I would definitely consider doing it 
um, live. And I've actually, Microsoft is a big company here in the area. Um, mm. And they, uh, their corporate is in the same like area that I work. And so I've actually had people say like, well, maybe like, we'll consider you for like Microsoft parties and stuff like that. So <laughs> that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I, mean, I think that would fun. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe maybe one day I'm like the world is you know normal again. That hopefully that'll be something that I can do because I would love to like go to body paint conventions and then also do like the comic cons and stuff like that. I think it would be so much fun. Absolutely unreal. And before we before we uh, we go, I just want to apologize again for my rant. I do apologize. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> do not apologize. Okay. I've just I've calmed down now. I started going, oh my god, what am I doing? Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right before we get out of it with all of our guests we like to play a quick little game it's a quick fire question round it's five questions answer them as quick as you can okay all right favorite, favorite disney princess ariel Ooh. who would play you in a movie oh um, um what's her name uh the girl that played hannah in pretty little liars don't know mm. I've never seen it. or the girl from the big bang theory because everyone says i look like them so i don't know their names but. Oh, um, Kaylee Cuoco. Yes. Penny, yes. Yes. You, yes. That, actually. Yeah. Everyone says I look like her on TikTok. <laughs> uh, favorite concert you've ever been to? Uh, LMFAO, The Black Eyed Peas, and Ludacris. That sounds like an awesome show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> favorite Christmas movie? Uh, well, night, does Nightmare Before Christmas count? <laughs> eh, why not? Okay. <laughs> Tom doesn't. I don't, I don't think Tom movie. agrees with that one. Is that a Halloween film, though? <laughs> Okay, fine. The Grinch. The Grinch. That works. I heard someone say the Nightmare for Christmas movie should be November, a November movie because it's in between the two. <laughs> I quite like that. And last but not least, does pineapple belong on a pizza? Yes. Oh no! You lost us. Where are you? <laughs> you should have asked me that at the very beginning to know if you even wanted to do the podcast. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I think we'll do that in future with everybody. You like pineapple pizza? No, well, you can fuck off then. <laughs> Rachel, you've been amazing. But it was such a good laugh of you today. Please plug your your social medias, Mon. Tell people where they can find your stuff and because they definitely need to go check it for now. Oh, thank you. Uh, my social medias um, for both TikTok and Instagram are Radiate by Rachel, spelled with a Y. R-A-Y-D-I-A-T-E by R-A-Y-C-H-E-L. So go follow me, go hang out with me. I do some lives every so often on TikTok where you can watch me paint and we can just sing bad music together and it'll be a good time. Oh, <laughs> sounds amazing. Again, thank you so much. You've been incredible. We had an absolute amazing time with you today. Oh, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I really appreciate it. Not at all. No problem. Well, we really appreciate it. It's been lovely talking to you. Yeah, so much fun talking to you guys. Enjoy Have a good night. You too. Enjoy your day. And you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, honey bunny. It's Rivka Reyes, and you are listening to the Chronicles of Podcast. Hi, I'm Frank Guglielmelli, and I'm the narrator for some wonderful audio dramas from Syscast, like Marty and Mars, Bounty Hunters, and a great part in Val Toby with much more to come. You can find these programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or head over to our website, www.syscast.com. We are excited to announce that we are now affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. Now, 
let's get to this week's interview. <laughs> 